Welcome, everybody, to episode four of the official NFL Rumors podcast. We are joined here by the anonymous, yet so secret and inspiring official NFL Rums Twitter account. Um, welcome. How are you? Thank you so much for joining episode four. I can't wait to get this episode kicked off. Yeah. How, how are you doing, Tanner? It's been uh, really exciting with the episodes uh so far uh you know really exciting last week with gary and talking about oh absolutely that he had going on uh so uh definitely uh was happy about that and you know we plan on getting some more guests in the future but today it's going to be me and you and talking some football absolutely i can't wait it was so nice to have gary on last week um i just love kicking off this this show and having some special guests and it's it's really been a blessing and i'm i'm super happy to do it and i really hope that this can become something big 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 uh, i want to give a shout out to anthony thank you so much for saying what's up appreciate you joining this live stream um appreciate you Hopefully you'll stick around for the remainder of the episode. Looks like we got about four people watching right now. So thank you so much, guys. Um, one of the things that was tweeted out about this episode, I think later on we're going to announce the, uh, was it the Madden 23 giveaway and yes. the winner of that. I we also want to cover um, some OBJ news and Deshaun Watson and how he has returned to practice this week. Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll start off with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. because that's really the the hot story everybody is wanting to know uh, where he's going. Um, oh yeah. The latest that we've seen is uh, the New York Post reported that you know he would favor going to the Giants or the Cowboys is what they reported. But really, I, but I also heard that the Chiefs and Bills are not out from a CBS insider. So, you know, that is definitely something. New York Post is reporting Giants and the Cowboys again is his favorite. But, you know, the CBS insiders also told us that the uh, Chiefs and Bills are definitely still in. Yeah, well, especially, I mean, the Chiefs and Bills are absolute Super Bowl favorites right now in the AFC. Um, I think we have seen how powerful the bills can be this season um but here's the one thing about the bills is i think that we have seen the last two weeks the inconsistencies that josh allen can provide um quarterback patrick mahomes for the kansas city chiefs however year after year has been pretty much an all pro um performances and uh the additions of Kadarius Tony, with also losing McCole Hardman for a little bit. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think his status is still up in the air. And wouldn't it be surprised to see OBJ maybe deciding to land with the Kansas City Chiefs? What do you well, think about that? Well, yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Uh, one of the big things is, like when you look at the Chiefs lately, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, you know, we, we reported that McCole Hardman is going on IR for four games. Mm-hmm. So that's a big biggie there. Juju Smith-Schuster is looking like he's not going to be playing this week. Yeah, after uh, that big hit he took to yeah, the head. Unless something happens here in the next, you know, today and tomorrow, but I, I still don't see him playing because that's a that's a big that was a big hit that he took. Um, the other thing, you know, you got you traded for Kadarius Tony. Yep. 
Yeah, and he's done well so far in Kansas City. So, you know, I I think that that's something, you know, really to look at. But Mm -hmm. uh, Buffalo has some struggles lately, right? And, you know, I think he could definitely add something. Von Mueller is adamant that OBJ is coming to Buffalo. I mean, they're former teammates. They were together in L.A. Uh, Von Miller was obviously recruited basically to the to the Bills. Like, he knew and felt that they were going to be a powerhouse team, and he's wanting the best of the best to be there as well. So he's trying his best to push for OBJ to come to the Buffalo Bills. Um, now, a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., it's kind of cool because a guy with his status, he's and, and, of course, he's healing from that torn ACL from the Super Bowl. He is able to wait until basically playoffs or maybe before playoffs so he can learn a playbook. But like he's able to wait before he decides and he, he could basically decide where he wants to play. Not many players have the choice to do that. Most players in the NFL and in their careers just pray for opportunities like they get offers from teams. But OBJ is going to basically be able to decide where he wants. And it's kind of if you think about it, that's kind of crazy. I mean, not many players get to decide. Like, you just have offers from everywhere, you know, and OBJ is going to. Definitely. And I think, you know, when you look at Odell Beckham Jr., you know, Gary told us last week that, you know, he's looking to kind of the way that he's hearing is he's kind of looking to put his roots somewhere, right? Like, he wants a multi-year deal. Yeah, and I did hear him say that. And would you consider a return to New York like the Giants? Because I, I, I do feel like this is kind of the Giants are not as good as their record. So I just don't see him going back to the New York Giants. But a team like the Bills seem like they have a foundation for years to come. Not necessarily in a rebuild. They do kind of have an aging secondary, but you got veterans like Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. Yeah, they are in their 30s, but they're still so good. Uh, well, Tanner, I just got a text. And uh, interesting news here. Uh, Todd Downey was arrested. Uh, no way. Yeah, the uh, offensive coordinator of the Titans, it looks like, for uh, DUI last night. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> You guys heard it here. We got breaking news. Todd Downey, offensive coordinator for the Titans, was arrested last night. This is in Green Bay, or was he on his way home? What, what was the situation? Do you have anything? Mm, let me see what we got here. Uh, oh, and I see it here from, uh, you know, Rappaport, Ian Rappaport mm-hmm. as well. Uh, let's see a mugshot. Let's see. He was arrested for driving under the influence and speeding. Let me see if I see what department arrested him. Oh, my goodness, guys. That is insane. That is not good at all. Uh, Must be celebrating the win. Um, Looks like Williams County Sheriff Department. So wherever that is, wherever Williams County is. Um, That's unfortunate. I mean, they got their pass game going for sure. Um, Last night, Ryan Tannehill carved up the Packers secondary for 333 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, But they made Todd Downing helped make that 31st ranked offensive passing, whatever team look way better than they were. So 
Uh, he must have been excited and was celebrating the win and got himself yeah. arrested. Definitely. Holy cow. You don't see that very often for sure. You know, No, uh, it's the middle of the season. You can't be making mistakes like this. No, no. And he was getting a lot of praise last night from Al Michaels for the good job that he was doing. Excuse me. Yeah, so he's going to be like, I mean, his job is potentially on the line right now. More than likely, he's going to lose it. Uh, this Something like this is never taken lightly by a team. Definitely. We'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to keep uh, all the fans updated on what's going on there. But at- Brian Daniels in the chat says, yeah, he celebrated a little too hard, shaking my head. <laughs> and no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I would say, uh, you know, th- let's change gears uh, with OBJ just a second. You know, we well, yep. we, we kind of, you know, <clears throat> looking still a, a lot of different areas that kind of he's thinking about. And, uh, but let's go to your Packers last night, dude. I'm so disappointed in my Packers. Um, I believe it was last week or the week before I made a video on five things Packers needed to do if they actually want to turn this season around and win. And, uh, can you actually hear me? Okay. Cause I turned the mic to the side a little bit this way. Yeah. People can see my face. Okay. Um, five things that I know the Packers needed to do was obviously keep establishing that run game. And from what I remember was stop playing zone coverage, play man-to-man, put your best corner on their best receivers, like Jair Alexander. Eric Stokes is out, uh, but you still got Rasul Douglas, who is just really good. Um, so that was two things. I think was stop passing behind the line of scrimmage, but also run some, like, five to ten yard posts and slants with your running backs that you can trust to catch the ball there's just like little things man that was three of the five things I can't remember all five things that I said but man the Packers are just disappointing and Aaron Rodgers did miss several throws like those those were on him Mm -hmm. Uh, you can't blame the route running on a few of those yeah uh you know one of the things that I thought they did well was they you know I know Derek Henry still had a really good game overall but you know he was averaging just barely three yards a carry so I mean they had a good game plan in really stopping him I mean he still ended up with almost 80 yards if I'm not mistaken no I think it was over 80 yards yeah over 80 yards he was the first thousand yard back this season so uh, definitely, I mean, he's doing, he's a great running back, you know. I, he is. I love Derrick Henry. But here's the thing. If Derrick Henry was not getting 20-plus touches every single game, he always does this. He always averages like two to three yards a carry, and it's not impressive. He just occasionally will rip off a 20-yard run. Think about it. Like, he gets 25-plus carries a game. Of course, you're going to end up racking up some yards. But it's like 95% of his runs are, like, horrible, like one to three yards. And that's it. And it's not impressive. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like, he's an, he's an amazing running back because he, he doesn't wear down in the fourth quarter. And he just keeps going. It's like he just gets better as the game goes, like they said on the broadcast. But... I mean, it's not surprising when I see him averaging two to three yards per carry in a game because that's just what he does. Like, I, Some of the things he does to me are not impressive, either if it's the offensive line blocking, um, but like he'll occasionally rip off that 10 to 20-yard-plus run. Uh, but that's the only reason he'll get like 
you know, his average yards per carry will ever go up is because of those kinds of runs. Yeah, I think they had a good game plan there with them, though. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they were quick there. But like you said, they're playing that zone, God. right? They're playing that zone on the back end. And when they play in that zone on the back end, it's not really playing to Jair Alexander's strength. Jair and Alexander went to sleep on the last play. He did, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just one of those things like, hey, the game is done. You it's know over. I, mean? I, thought yeah. you, I thought you are running the ball. Yeah. I didn't think you are going to pass the ball. It was you know over. I mean? So, Jair Alexander is very – I mean, he, he talked about this, you know, uh, with Justin Jefferson. He was like, you know, Justin Jefferson would not have had the game against the Packers that he had if we I played a man to man. It's it's every single game, dude. They play the soft coverage like you're in a two minute drill. And I, I, I can't I literally do not understand it. Matt LaFleur is oblivious to like he goes, My de- defense just can't get off the grass. We just can't capital capitalize and I, I don't know why. I'm like, dude, how do you not know why your defensive coordinator is stubborn as rocks? And he will not change. He will not put man to man or press or what. I don't know what he does, dude. It's just bad. It's like Matt LaFleur is oblivious to how bad his defensive coordinator is scheming that defense. Um, And I think they could be great under Joe Barry. It's just he refuses to switch from that zone coverage. And Matt LaFleur is oblivious. And he looks, he looks like you look at him on the sidelines sometimes and he's like, wide-eyed and what is going on like i don't understand why this is happening like how do you not understand how uh it's just frustrating yeah uh well you know i think i think they are a better off man-to-man team for sure even russell douglas and jr alexander are both better man-to-man i mean you know they're that's their strength right i'll give you a good example of that right in a mm-hmm. really good example nasmi osmawa of the Raiders, okay? Yeah. He was a great man-to-man corner, right? Like, he is was exceptional. Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl. He went to the Eagles. They put him in a zone. He got eight alive in a zone, right? Because yeah. that's not his strength. His strength is a bump and run man coverage, right? I feel he, like most corners... He never recovered. Excel in man-to-man. Right. He never recovered his career after that. And th- this guy was Probo after Probo for the Raiders, right? Like, I watched yeah. him. I thought he was going to be, honestly, when I was first watching his career, I was like, this guy is going to be, like, one of the best. <laughs> you know? And then they went to a team that didn't play strengths. That's the big problem with co- coaches in the NFL right now, right? Yeah. I want you to fit into my scheme. But instead of I adjust and develop scheme. a scheme around you because you're so good. And and another thing is, is like, it's like you see all these offensive coordinators finally adjusting to their quarterbacks. Like, I think they're starting to figure that out. Like Luke Getze with Justin Fields mm-hmm. and more like options and he can, he can run. And, you know, they, I think they, Andy Reid and who's their offensive coordinator there, Bielemy, uh, Bielemy, yeah, by enemy, yeah, like they adjusted to the strengths of their quarterbacks, and now they're playing at all pro level, and and you thought 
you thought that they were going to do that with Aaron Rodgers. But it's like it's changed this year. Uh, and I realize he doesn't have the receivers he had, but they've changed it to where he's throwing eight of ten passes behind the line of scrimmage. Like Aaron Rodgers is one of the most accurate and best decisive quarterbacks in NFL history. And, and, and you're going to make him pass the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Like let the guy take some shots, get some new routes. It's just like adjust your playbook. And I don't know, uh, they're, like their, their defensive scheme. Yeah. They're not adjusting to the strengths of their corners and they're wasting all that talent they have on defense. Yeah. One last part about this is uh, Russell Wilson. Perfect example. He's great in the yeah. Seattle scheme. Right, he was excellent. You, they, <clears throat> he came and they put him in the Green Bay scheme now, and told him that he has to change his game to fit this scheme. This guy is not doing well no. in that scheme, and it's clear. And and I think this shows the flaws that um, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Like I didn't even really like him in Green Bay. Yes, he did provide Aaron Rodgers with two back to back. MVP seasons, but um, like he was so hot, cold, hot, cold, drive by drive. It's like you're either ice cold or he's he's medium to lukewarm or fire hot. That there's just like no consistency. And Russell Wilson ain't the quarterback to fit that scheme. And Nathaniel Hackett's gonna pay the price with this job. Yeah, and you know what? Like I I, I heard this last week. Uh, I'm not. I don't remember exactly where I heard that from the report, uh, so yeah. I apologize. But Dan Quinn was somebody that was the finalist for that Broncos I, job. And, I did see that. And Dan Quinn is somebody that, hey, you know, I think that they still have their eye on if things do uh, not go awry. I don't think he's – I think he's perfect as a defensive coordinator. I think that's his role. I do not – believe he should be hired as the next head coach i think it's going to be an l for any team that hires him uh now i'm not saying that from like i don't believe in his leadership or anything i think that players would stand behind him for sure and i think he's a great coach but he does not fit a head coach role yeah michael parsons is very high on him uh, he said that you know he is somebody that is very very uh high on his list and you know i've even heard this uh that you know he is a favorite if something happens to Mike McCarthy in Dallas to take that job. And that, I mean, that makes sense. Um, but here's the thing is with Mike McCarthy took that year off from coaching. And I think he wanted to really kind of focus on watching other offenses. And, and he's always been an offensive minded coach. And I think he's doing pretty well there to be honest in green or in, in Dallas. It's just Dan Quinn doesn't need the more more responsibility i think he's he's doing just fine focusing on the defense uh i think we saw that with the falcons just wasn't going anywhere um and i wasn't a fan really of the arthur smith hire for the falcons but i just don't think dan quinn belongs as a head coach right uh well that's a hot take that's a hot take for me no disrespect to the man though <laughs> yeah uh definitely uh i think i think uh, that's still up in the air to see if he can you know take a team yeah. you know and take them to that next level uh i want to pause here before we get into any more content and uh let's i want to take a couple questions from uh the 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 followers something we do each week yeah. in our segment 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is time for our viewer questions, I guess. And if anyone <laughs> live is watching, uh, if you have any questions, go ahead and type them in. Uh, we can cover those as well. But we do have two saved from uh, Twitter when we posted, I think, like a questionnaire or a poll or something. But uh, I'll go ahead and get that first one popped up here on the screen. Give me just a second. Here's the first question. Are the Niners a legit playoff threat? And shout out to Midwest Box Breaks. Um, NFL rumors, tell me what you think. Are the Niners really a legit playoff threat? I do think they're a legit playoff threat. I think they're a very, very uh, dangerous team, right? I think because you got uh, Christian McCaffrey, you got, uh, you know, he is a perfect weapon for Kyle Shanahan. You got Elijah Mitchell. You got Brandon Ayuk. Um, you also, uh, you're looking at Debo. Uh, so, you know, the key is always going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. That That's going to be the key. <laughs> can he, can he make those plays in the big game? Can he make those throws that he needs to make to win? Because teams are going to run an eight man front against Christian McCaffrey and make him beat him. You know, that's going to be the yeah. key. Is he, he's there. Their defense is top notch. Their defensive coordinator will get a head coaching job next year, right? No matter what. They've gone from Robert Sala to whoever he is now. I forget his name at the moment. Demico Ryan's ex Texas linebacker. That's right. Uh, so like. They're doing just fine, honestly. It's great. But like when teams start to lose these staff members, that's what really sucks. And I think that's what we're seeing with the Rams, too, because they've lost important staff members year after year for like the last five or six seasons. But that's that's a different segment. Um, but for the Niners being a playoff threat, yes, I do think so. Um, obviously, they're a competitive team. But to me, they're just like the Titans. They will contend for playoffs and a playoff spot but they do not have what it takes to win a Super Bowl. They may make it to another Super Bowl, but they're not going to win it. Um, and that's how the Titans are, the same way. Uh, that's just that's just my... It's not really a hot take. It's just the way it is. And I'm telling you right now, they may somehow grind out a Super Bowl if they're lucky, but when you get to the playoffs, you get the best teams in the NFL, and you're going to face these best teams in the playoffs week after week. And uh, like I said, they're going to be a pain in the butt. They're going to make it to the playoffs. They're going to be, you know, competitive all the way through. But they don't have what it takes to win that Super Bowl. And I think that does lie around Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think, to me, in my opinion, Kyle Shanahan is just way too inconsistent. And he doesn't utilize all the weapons correctly. Uh, their defense, That's I will, on me. Yeah, the defense, I will say, like, it's top-notch. They got one yeah. of the best linebacker cores in the yes. NFL. One the and we're gonna get into this in a minute. Free agents wins and losses, uh, you know, yeah. shortly. But you know they they have Ch uh, Charvaeus Ward, which has been great. They got uh, the one of the best young safeties in the league, Hafunga. Uh, yeah. You know, and Fred uh, Warner as yeah. he's a linebacker. Nick Bosa, one of the best young pass rushers in the league. Arc Drake Arms, Greenlaw. Arc, yeah, like Arc Armstead's been hurt. He's getting ready to come back. So there's another person yeah. that they have uh, they got jimmy ward that can play every single position in the secondary they did a really good job on retaining a lot of those free agents too yeah it's um, something great to talk about like let's stop for a moment about your yeah. packers if you think about this i want you to look at zadarius smith 
right? When you're talking about retaining, yeah, right? Like he's playing for the Minnesota Vikings, the the team now that's in your division, NFC you, North rival. Yeah, you got to retain those folks. You know, what I mean, you gotta you gotta retain people like Zadarius Smith. Considering that our really biggest threat at pass rush was, uh. Rayshon Gary and he's kind of emerging now just saying he had one really good season he doesn't have a career of consistency either so you were relying on this rising player hopefully to keep rising and now you lost him for the year and you really don't have any pass rush beyond that I love Kenny Clark but he's not really a pass rusher he's more of just a run stopper and a really good one um, so it's like who do you got? Who do you got on that defensive line? You have to retain Zedaria Smith. Preston Smith has been playing pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. I, I like him, yeah. I, I really like him. He had a real good game last night with two sacks. He did. He yeah. really did. Yeah, had a really good game. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Midway Box Breaks. If you guys are looking for uh, – I know that they've been a follower for quite a while. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for uh, card collecting – you know, open the packs, you know, uh, I know the idea as a kid, it was a fun thing. And uh, yep. if you're, if you're down with cards and stuff, make sure you check them out. He's, he's really good. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for submitting that question. Midwest box breaks. Um, really appreciate you. You've been uh, helping us over the last few weeks, especially I believe. Uh, so thank you so much for that. Um, we have a second question here. I'm going to go ahead and get that popped up on the screen. Okay, great. Great. So I'm going to take uh, the first, you know, since uh, the question is a kind of a double question. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the first one. We'll take the first one for him. Uh, okay. George Lamont, thank you. Thank you for your question. We really appreciate it. A shout out to you. Uh, where will Sean Payton land? It's an interesting rumor that we had up a couple of weeks ago, right? And he attends Chargers games. All right. Like that. He attends. Oh, man. Could you imagine him there? Holy cow. Yep. I think Sean Payton said Sean Payton said that the Chargers is one of his wish list teams if the coach is available. Of course, you know, he's not going to say, hey, I want to go there with the, them got a live coach, right? But he said right. if something happens and a coaching job is available, that will be one of his wish list jobs. And I believe it's going to be available. Staley is just, dude, it's so bad. Like, that Chargers team on paper is so elite, and they are just so underperforming. It's not even funny. Well, not one even of the big things, team. injuries, has killed the team, right? Injuries but that's, that's nothing new. That's been happening for like a decade. Since Phillip Rivers it was young, like, they've been plagued with injuries year after year. So it's like, I don't... Like, it sucks. That is an excuse, but I don't want to use that as the excuse for the Chargers, you know? Yeah, so let's think. <laughs> let's talk about that just a little bit. So Keenan Allen's played two games, right? Uh, Mike Williams has missed several games. Uh, Joey yep. Bosa has missed a ton of games, right? Uh, they've lost their whole defensive yeah. line. J.C. Jackson did not play well when he came there yet. But then he had an injury, and he's gone. Right? He's gone he's for the in. year, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So you're looking like at a lot of different avenues. But now, when you look at their offense all together, think about Sean Payton with Herbert, my, your Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. You know, Keenan Allen's probably going to break Mike 
uh, is going to probably break Mike Thomas's reception record if if jo- Sean Payton goes there. And yeah, here's the thing: it's like I love Sean Payton with the. With- I mean, look what he did with Drew Brees. You know, people who thought Drew Brees wasn't tall enough or the dude passed for over 5,000 yards like 10 times or something crazy like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's no doubt Sean Payton can be an elite offensive coach and a great head coach. Um, And I do believe with Justin Herbert there, dude, he can have, I mean, the ceiling is exponential. Um, And I think Staley's got to go. He's just not... He's not capitalizing. And here's another thing about all those injuries. You have got to start expecting all of these injuries to happen if you're the Chargers because it's year after year after year. These injuries don't stop. It's almost like you need to expect these injuries and sign some depth. Uh, I do like Josh Palmer, uh, and I don't know how many targets he's been getting every game. I haven't been able to watch the Chargers much this year, but I think they need to start getting their younger guys more involved. Yeah, DeAndre Carter's not been bad either, and they went and signed the tight end from the Rams, Gerald Everett, who's had a really nice year as well. He has been pretty good for them. I've noticed that. Yeah, Um, not like a true, you know, like elite tight end that they could use with a guy like Justin Herbert. But I know what you're saying. Just, I just want you to think about this for a second, though, right? Okay. Offensive coordinator for the Chargers is Sean Payton's ex-offensive coordinator. And what's his name? Do you know his name? Uh, Lombardi. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, listen, it will be huh. a perfect fit if you think about it. Like, the system's already there, right? So, he just goes in and implements things and makes it even better. This is interesting, guys. You could, I mean, he's calling it right here. I mean, this is the most likely landing spot for a guy like Sean Payton, knowing that Brandon Staley is going to be on the hot seat sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton to the LA Chargers. Holy cow, dude, you're you're blowing my mind. This could be something huge. And, like, if they can keep this roster and players come back healthy next season, watch out. This could yeah. be something. Well, Tanner is no uh, no stranger to my analytics team, right? Yeah, and, yeah, uh, you do have an analytics team. Yeah, and they're are they're really good at predictions, right? Like yep. even we went on ESPN Radio, and uh, it was given a shot there at, at talking about how good the predictions was, and uh, we we got to talk about our analytics team, and I want to give a shout out to them, and here is what they got for me this morning, Sean Payton. Chargers, 75% chance. Was there any other teams you think would be in contention? The Cowboys. The top, top three. Cowboys. Cowboys, we ran the analytics on that. We we got the Cowboys at about 20%. 20%. So what is that? 95%? Does that, mean, does that leave not 5% chance for some another team? Yeah, well, the the 5% chance is just when, when you look at it is we got the Panthers there, right, the 5%. Just, oh, man. But I, that, I don't think – that's the reason it's 5%. Like, yeah. it's got a lot – you know, it's, you're you're not playing with house money, you know, what I mean? <laughs> at that point, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. that's uh, – and that would be a rebuild, man. You'd be jumping into a rebuild. Yeah, and you don't have a quarterback, right? So that's the key yeah. right there. Yeah. Listen. I go to the Chargers. I've got Justin Herbert, one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. What did Patrick Mahomes say? He can make throws that I can't make, right? So 
come on, you know what I mean? Perfect situation, Sean Payton to come out, do his thing. Um, also, you know, when you're when you're looking at some of that, you know, Cowboys is his dream job. We've heard before. Uh, you know, We've Jerry Jones is a big fan. He's been on staff before. Uh, you know, one of the big things there, he's got Dak Prescott. You know, he's got, uh, you know, a good young running back of Tony Pollard. So, I mean, you know, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, in my opinion. It can happen. I'm, I think he he moves teams next year. He's, they need to get rid of Zeke as soon as possible. Number. He's yeah. got like a $16 million cap number. You know yeah, they, I mean? they got to move on from Zeke. Uh, and I'd, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, I see Sean Payton and, and Jerry Jones butting heads, though. I would they see them could. butting heads. They could. And yeah. that's why I think I agree with you with like a 75% chance of the Chargers. That would make a lot of sense. Because uh, he's going to want a guy who's younger than Dak, more mobile than Dak. Well, Dak's pretty mobile. But probably on the younger side you know justin herbert what 24 25 maybe justin herbert's got so much ahead of him you know he's got a a wide receiver one already in keenan allen austin eckler who we haven't even talked about that's true like yeah he's another the, weapon yeah another weapon like he can just dump the ball off do anything that he wanted he's a better version of darren sproles i was i was gonna say i was like imagine this because sean payton had darren sproles in New Orleans, and he loved him. He loved to use him. And don't, I, I don't want to say that Eckler's better than Darren Sproles. I loved Darren Sproles. I loved him so much. But it's a new era-ish, you know, of running backs. And Eckler is fitting that whole receiving scheme very, very well. So I, I don't want to say he's better. I mean, he may be playing better, be putting up better stats, but I just really love Darren Sproles. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. But yeah. Sean Payton would be so attracted to that. Definitely, I think I think it's the perfect fit for him. And we run that. We run the every analytics. We based on every kind of news, every every kind of rumor, every kind of uh, thing we put in there into the model. Yeah. And that set. I mean, seventy five percent chance that Sean Payton is a charger from our analytics team. So Man. We'll be interesting to see what Man. happens. Yeah. Know, not not a source. All right. Not a source. Is totally not a source, that, guys. It's a rumor. Analytics. Just the it's analytics. Team, analytics right? suggest yeah. 75% chance of Sean Payton to the Los Angeles Chargers. If Brandon Staley loses a job, probably going to. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I say it would be very hard with Sean Payton wanting to take this job to say, hey, Brandon, I want you to come back and do this. And you know you got Sean Payton, somebody that the Chargers are seeking to win a Super Bowl, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we do have another question here uh, from a live live chat, and it looks like it's Brian Daniels again, if you want to answer that. Are you good for that? Yeah, go ahead and let us know the question. Sweet. With Hopkins' news injury, any thoughts on Hollywood Brown's return this week? Well, uh, well, Hopkins, we we reported last <laughs> night that he's got the hamstring injury. Now, those are those can be very tough, right? To see if he can play. You know, yeah. he's trending right now to be out. You know, at the moment, but now that could change. He could still play, but we've not heard that Mark Marquise Brown is ready yet. But he has been moved from injured reserve, right? So he could play if that. Robbie Anderson is a really interesting one. Robbie Anderson has done nothing. Oh, man, I forgot he's there. Nothing since he's came to the Cardinals. 
You're right. Absolutely nothing. I think he has less than 50 yards since he's been to the card. Oh my gosh. Let me let me pull up his stats real quick. Yeah, I think you're I forgot about him, bro. Yep. <laughs> yep. There you go. Robbie Anderson's really not done much. AJ Green has not done much of nothing there. Dude. I mean, he, he he's made a, a catch. You know what I mean? In a touchdown last week, you know, and I think he had less than 10 yards. What week did Robbie Anderson get traded? There's a week at the trade deadline, like right right at the trade deadline. Real which, close. So do it's you know about which a week month that was? ago. Probably. Maybe. Well, let's see. Probably like at least six or seven. three weeks, maybe. Three, four yeah, week weeks. six or seven. Uh, he's had, what, one, two, three, seven targets as a, as a Cardinal? He's had seven targets, one catch. What is that right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was, I was looking, and the reason I know this guys is he's on my fantasy team, right? <laughs> and, so I was like, uh, you know, one of the things I was looking at the other day. I mean, I was I cut him right because yeah. you know he he's not getting any targets, and now you got Marquise Brown potentially coming back, right? You got Marquise Brown, so I mean that's going that's going to hurt his targets. Yeah, yeah. Man. That is something else. Yeah. So when you look at that, that is something else. And another one, just to talk about real quick, we tweeted out yesterday, Robert Quinn has played yep. 49 snaps since he's came to the Eagles. I saw that yesterday. Um, yep. What are your thoughts about that? Is he just trying to adjust to the playbook? Possibly, but I mean, I, I don't know why you would trade for a guy like Robert Quinn and not use him. It don't make a lot of sense. You you went and traded. You went and signed yeah. Nick and Sue yesterday. You went and signed Linville Joseph as well. Which those are both guys that are like 34, 35 years old. Yeah, Nadal Nick and Sue. One of the things that you gotta. One of the things that he's always done, and it's for everybody to watch. He makes the person next to him better. The reason why he might not have the stats that he did once had, but right, he takes the blocks. He has to have a double team because of his strength. He has to have a double team because of his get off on the ball. And you you have the Eagles who have a slew of talent on the defensive line. You know, they really do. And it's good that you say that because Nadamakan Sue is like I mean, look at what they did with the um the Buccaneers. I mean, you had him and a, a, another veteran like JPP, mm-hmm. and dude, they won a Super Bowl. That defense went from like last to first. Look at Aaron Brady. Donald. The re, the Aaron Donald's awesome. Now let's just not say it was Sue, but Aaron Donald can play with anybody. But he was better when Sue was there because oh, with, they, with the with the Rams, yes, he was better when Sue was there because they they had to eat two people up front with the blocks. That's true. Um, I forgot he played for the Rams, dude. Yep, he's really good. He's really good. And now you put him there with some of the talent that the Eagles have on the defensive line. I mean, they are strong, strong on the defense. Jordan Davis, who will eventually come back from an injury, like he is a huge player, like huge, huge player that, you know, you're going to have. So that is really, really big. And I just want to take a moment and – just run down some of the when we when we talk about the the defensive line, right? You got Brandon Graham, Robert Quinn. Let me tell you who's going to be excel from this though. Fletcher Cox. Because you yes. cannot double team him anymore 
right? Like you have to, Sue's going to need a block there as well. So Sue and Fletcher Cox together. And is it is it safe to say that they're pushing for a Super Bowl right now? I mean, definitely. definitely. I mean, this is the year. I don't think anyone, I did not have the Eagles doing this this year. Um, and I think this loss that they suffered against the uh, commanders does show a lot of their flaws, but they're, you know, they're not going to waste this opportunity. They know for a fact that like with at eight and one, they're almost at this point guaranteed a spot in the playoffs and they're not going to waste it. Uh, I think they're trying to buy all in and do that, that Rams method, you know, what the Rams did last season. Well, and another thing too, you know, I would keep an eye. I, I know Gronk says he's retired, right? But something I might keep an eye on. No. Something I might keep an eye on, right? No way. Is hey, he's a he's a ring guy, right? He he <laughs> likes rings, right? And yeah. What if you was to say, hey, you know what? We got an amazing team here. We could use some depth at tight end with Dallas Goddard out. Right. I don't see it. I don't see it, man. Hey, you know There's what? No I mean, way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, he is a ring guy, right? And I think, you know, Tom Brady says he is really retired. Rob Gronkowski is really, really retired. Rob Gronkowski says he's really retired. Yeah, I mean, you never. <laughs> I'm just saying, you never know. Richard Sherman said he was really retired on the Amazon uh, broadcast, but he said, hey, he would take a call from a contending team. To play corner safety. Yeah. Right? So, you know, hey, man, when you get to that point, like some people get the little wide eye when it comes to getting close to a ring when you get when you get close if they think. That's a good point, man. It's never out of the question, I guess. I mean, could Rob Gronkowski be like Eagles, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown? Yeah. If they do, Tom Brady Brady might fire him from uh, modeling his clothing line. He might, dude. Yeah, oh my god, that's what he does. <laughs> He's a model for his clothing line. So, uh, Excuse yeah. me. So, tell me this real quick. What do you think about the Eagles' running back situation? I don't trust Miles Sanders. I don't think he's that great. Miles Sanders, uh, I, I'm not. I'm, I, I like him, but I'm not like a hundred percent sold. If it makes sense. Yeah, uh, I'm not either. But Miles Sanders, one of the things I will say, like he's never had 25 carries in a game ever, right? So. You know what? It's that that's something, right? To think about, yeah. like, hey, you got to give him a chance, right? But you know, like, I'm gonna tell you one of the big flaws in the Eagles on uh, against Washington, they quit running the ball. You know what I mean? Did they? My, yeah. So Miles Sanders did not get very many carries in that game. So I mean, you're looking at that. Miles Sanders is a free agent next year. They're probably right? like, oh, we have an MVP candidate quarterback. Let's just keep throwing the ball and. That's usually sometimes a game plan that will you can't forget about all sides of your offense. You know what I'm saying? No, I want to move to this game real quick, and I, I know mm-hmm. we're kind of moving around a little bit. But the Bills, like everybody was excited, they were telling me like, you know, uh, messaging me on Twitter and I was like, hey, you know, man, we're gonna get a snow game. It's gonna be crazy. But the NFL moved this game to Detroit, right at one <laughs> o'clock. Yeah, that that. That's horrible. I know why they did it because of the fan safety. I understand that, you know, but people would have loved to seen that snow game. And let me tell you something. The advantage would have been to the Browns, right? I think I'm, so. Yeah, because they do not have a running game. When it's not, when you're in the snow, you have to run the ball, 
The right, Browns like, do have a running game, or you mean the yeah the Browns have a running the Bills. game. The Bills have no running game. Yeah. Josh Allen is their leading rusher. Yeah, right? and are you going to let Josh Allen run in the snow? You know what I mean? No, I mean he he's got to be healthy for the playoffs. If, Here's the if, thing about Josh Allen: I don't think he cares. Sometimes I think he I think he just does what he wants. Uh, he's taking some hits this year. Yeah, one of the things that you want to think about right now: Buffalo's in third place. I know. I saw last night that they were actually a wild card right now. Yeah, they're (laughs) yeah right. But think about this: if something happens to somebody, if they sleep on the Browns or something like that, and the Browns end up beating them, but their chances, the Jets are really good right now. They're playing really well right now. (laughs) Yeah, and Miami is, you know, Miami's man doing stuff that hardly anybody's doing right now offensively. So. You know, Miami's right there. They got a lot of weapons on offense and defense. And, like, you have to win games. I mean, just, you know, if you get in a bad way, yeah, you know, you could you could be out in this AFC quick. Now, I'm not saying Buffalo will, but will that make Buffalo say, hey, you want a couple-year deal, Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe he is that missing piece that, you know, now that you want. To have, I mean, if you add him to three receivers, I mean, that's going to be huge. You know, yeah, Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, who are both just really good. Mm-hmm. So they need a running back, man. I don't know why. God. I don't know why they didn't. They got, they went and got Naheem Hines, but he's not more of a third down back. Exactly. He's more of like a third down back. He's not a workhorse running back. They needed a guy like possibly Cam Akers. Yeah, they need to, I don't know why they didn't pull the deal on Cam Akers. I really don't. Or I, I think that they should have pulled the deal also on, you know, maybe even somebody like Eno Benjamin for the Cardinals, you know, that ended up was picked up on waivers from the yeah. Texans. They could have traded for him at the deadline. You know, I'm sure the Cardinals would have traded him over to him uh you got a lot of different avenues why didn't you trade for i know uh, mike mcdaniel ended up trading for jeff wilson jeff wilson Mm -hmm. was there to be moved i mean you got a you got a lot of different people that could have been moved because i don't i don't think singletary is all that great zach moss uh, he's gone i think yeah he's with the Colts to the colts yeah and then you got james cook yeah i thought james cook will be a lot better than he is i thought he would be the guy here in Buffalo. And I think he still could be. Uh, I mean, yeah, he had that fumble, like the first game of the season or a few fumbles, but like he's a rookie. You got to give him some chances. And, and I think you got to, I mean, they got to find that running game. And the only way to do that is to give some guys some carries. I think James Cook can be the guy, but yeah, they didn't pull the trigger on a running back like a workhorse running back, and that, that's their fault. Listen, I think if you talk about Buffalo, and I really like their chances, don't get me wrong, in the playoffs. I really do. I, li- I really like the Bills, you know. and th- As a fan, you really like to see the Bills win a Super Bowl, right, because yeah. they lost four Super Bowls. For that fan base, is amazing. It's not – it's like unlike any other fan base yeah. that they are. So you really want to see them win. But one of the things that might haunt them – in the playoffs is the fact that I did not go and get a running back. I thought that was self-explanatory. I think everyone thought the same thing. Like, dude, the only thing missing right now for that team is a, is a good running back. Yeah. They were in on the Christian McCaffrey trade. He's not a workhorse. I think it's clear now from the last few seasons. He's not a workhorse back. He's more of like that third down back to me. 
uh, he's elusive and he's like a receiving threat and, and he can be a good rusher. It's just, he's not a workhorse. He'll get injured. Well, he That's has had an belief. injury history. You know, he has had an injury history for sure. The 49ers indebted to him now, you know what I mean? Because of what they paid to get him. You yeah. know what I mean? They're, oh, yeah. they're indebted to him for a long time. So that's what that's what we got. Um, now we're going to move gears to Deshaun Watson real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Watson, who is practicing for the Browns, he yes. was able to practice based upon the protocol. And uh, he is scheduled to be the starter with the Houston against his old team, the Houston Texans. Right? In week 13, I believe. Yep. So the Texans and Deshaun Watson against Deshaun Watson. I'm very interested to in see how the crowd takes them in Houston. Do you, you think know, it's going to be cheers or booze? I think it'll be mixed. I think people will be surprised. I think it'll be a little mixed, right? But, you know, uh, we, uh, uh, of course, we don't, he's not being proved guilty per se of yeah. anything. But, you know what, there are a lot of people that thinks he is, right? So, right. you know, that yeah. is something that, you know, it's interesting to see what happens. You know, you might even see a few signs out there, you know, out in front of the stadium. Oh, that's true. You're going to have a lot of signs out there. Um, yeah, I think you're right. It'll probably be a mixture because he did provide Houston with, like, a lot of spark with his time there. I mean, when it, didn't they go, like, 10-6 and six one year with him? Yeah, Deshaun Watson's a elite like, talent. Let's just mm-hmm. not... You know, yeah. not separate that. I mean, he's an elite talent. The problem was nobody wanted to invest in him because of his legal situation, right? If the, yeah. the Browns did. The Browns are indebted to him no matter what they do. It's such they, a such a Cowboys thing to do, though. Yeah, that's true. The The Browns are really, I mean, you know, he, he's again Cleveland, right? Like, they're, yeah. they've got the... You know, you're talking about a $200 million contract. So, you know, that's uh, – Browns really went all out to get him. So, now we'll see if he's able to take the Browns to the promised land, right? They got Amari Cooper, who's was one of the steel trade situations in the offseason. He was a steal. He's been surprisingly good in Cleveland. I didn't think any receiver that goes to Cleveland is going to be that great. But. Well, another one, Don, Donovan People-Jones is lighting things up too. Right now, yeah. So now you got two receivers. Deshaun Watson is got that are going are really good, right? That he can yeah. throw the ball to, and you got a great running game, which makes things tons better with Kareem Hunt and uh, also Nick Chubb. So I mean, he's got man, he's got one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. Like yeah. Deshaun Watson's got a lot, a lot of a lot of good things that could go right for him, you know. I think they just got to get that defense figured out because I think it's been pretty bad, hasn't it? Yeah, well, the secondary is going to help them out a lot where, you know, they got their war back. So that that's going to that's gonna help them big time to keep on getting better and better there. Uh, I think the Browns could end up surprising a few people. You know, on some games, I'm not saying they make the playoffs. But, yeah. you know, I think they could, you know, maybe play spoiler a little bit on, with some teams. Yeah. With Deshaun Watson there. So I think that is something, and uh, I want to I want to jump in, uh, Tanner, and I'm going to get your thoughts on this as well. And this is our uh, free agency win and loss segment, right? So okay. I'm, go- I'm going to start out. I'm going to give the wins and the losses. I'm going to start out. Go ahead. Yep, with that. So one of the biggest wins I have is Juju Smith-Schuster to Kansas City. Okay. 
He has not bad. He's on pace for eleven hundred yards and four touchdowns. Thoughts. Thoughts. Mm, get him more involved in the red zone. Um, needs more touchdowns, I think. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think he would make that big of a difference. So I was I would have been wrong on that one. Um, but he has been a heck of a playmaker there. Uh, I always thought they spread it the ball around too much in Kansas City. Uh, but without necessarily replacing Tyree Kill, they've done a heck of a job. So that's a win. Right. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about uh, some of the some of the other ones here. Okay. Is a, a, this is a loss. Chandler Jones to the Raiders, a half a sack on the season. That's it. Yep, 0.5 sacks on the season. Chandler Jones, he had he had four sacks in one game, if I'm not mistaken, last year with the Cardinals. Yeah, um, well, to me, if you sign with the Raiders, that's a L decision anyways. Uh, that's, that's just not good. I don't think you go there and someone just really shines and performs. It's just not a franchise where you do that. Um. In my opinion, it's kind of like the Cleveland Browns. You don't go there and just shine, you know, in the middle of your career or at the end of your career. There is some exceptions like Amari Cooper, maybe Deshaun Watson when he when he plays. But Chandler Jones, man, if I'm not really sure what he's I think he chased the money rather than a ring. People were high on the Raiders. To me, I don't understand why, but uh, yeah, you're right. That's a that's a lose. That's a lose uh, free agent signing. Yep, I agree. Right now, that's a big loss. Um, the next one I got as a win uh, is Christian Kirk to the Jaguars. Christian win. Kirk, everybody was like, oh, wow, why do you pay a guy like that? You know, they was really getting on uh, in free agency. It was really big about yeah. what they were doing. He actually is on pace for 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns. Win. Win. Overpaid, but still a win. Yep. Definitely, that that is a really really good one, and uh, he he's going to be uh, you know he's the number one option there for Trevor Lawrence, yeah. And uh, so you know, and he it, should be for years to come because what in his contract like four years, seventy million dollars or something crazy like that. Got, well, yeah, he got paid uh, to the upper tier. Everybody was really surprised about it. Yeah, uh, I think he. I honestly think the Jags probably just offered like this much more than another team did. And he's like, why would I not accept that? I think they could have offered less and he'd still accept it. Uh, he probably wasn't expecting that kind of offer. And of course he's going to jump on that, but yeah, he's, uh, overall that's a win. Yep. So the next one I'm going to go to is JC Jackson. I have him as a loss. And one of the re- big reasons I have him as a loss is because of the injury, right? Like I know it's an injury, yeah. but you know, he, he was supposed to go in and be that number one corner and for the Chargers. That's a loss. It is a big loss. And when he's played, he, he's not, you know, he's allowed some touchdowns there. You know what I mean? And I feel like I could have told you that. He is a product of the New England Patriots system. Um, and we've seen that before with like, was it Logan Ryan? I believe he uh, was with the Patriots and was good there and never really lived up to that anywhere else you're talking about the super bowl mvp guy too uh, yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah so i mean too. the patriot system produces can take an average player not just dis- not trying to disrespect any player but can take an average player and coach him up to be a star and and jc jackson fought, saw a five-year deal on the table and was like yeah i'm gonna accept that offer um 
He was really it, wanted, man, in free <clears throat> agency. He was. Really I know, wanted. I know, but I think it was a loss for any team, to be honest, because I don't think he would have lived up to a contract that he signed, and he's not obviously because of the injury. But yeah, I just think that's an L overall. He yeah. can be a heck of a player, but. Right now, it's a, it's a loss. He could be one of those situations we talked about earlier as well. Like you're putting in him a system that doesn't agree with them. That's true. Yeah, and they their defense honestly is not living up to par, anyways. And it wasn't when they were healthy. So, yep. So we're gonna go to another win. <clears throat> DJ Jones signed from the 49ers to the Broncos. Uh, uh, DJ Jones, yeah, yeah. He's a he, he's rated the best defensive tackle one of the best defensive tackles in the AFC right now. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch much of that, so I'll have to take your word on it. Uh, yep. So I don't really have an opinion, but you tell me what you think. Yeah, he was really good in San Francisco, really good. He set the tone on the defensive line there as well. Mm-hmm. And now and now he's went to Denver and done the same thing. He set the tone. Two of the biggest, best free agent signings for the Broncos – has been DJ Jones and Kawan Williams, both from the 49ers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so both of I those guys Williams. is being really, really good. And DJ Jones has been very outstanding there for the Broncos. So I'm going to go to a loss, Allen Robinson to the Rams. I called this. I called it, man. People were so high on Allen Robinson, drafting him in the freaking, I don't know, like f- sometimes I saw him going in the third to fourth to fifth round range. And I'm like, Come on, guys. I, I saw this happening. Uh, Matthew Stafford, I saw it last season. Didn't he lead the league in interceptions, and he's doing it again this year? Something like that. Um, Super Bowl slump, uh, whatever you want to call it. or a, He's just not, yeah. Uh, people were like, no, it's just because he's on the Bears. Uh, I mean, the dude hasn't had 1,000 yards since like his, his second year in the league. So call it what you want, but that's a loss. Well, we'll really get to see this week if it is, right? Like, right now we have him as a loss. He's on pace for 550 yards this season. That's terrible. But, but uh, we will get to see now with Cooper Cup out. He'll, he's the number one. Uh, presume, presume, presumably, whatever that word is. Well, we hope. He, Allegedly, he's he's going to be the wide receiver one, but we're, we're just going to have to see. I don't, I don't see it. Yep. One of the biggest surprises that uh, I had down as a win is Dante Foreman for the Panthers. Um, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's been great there. He's on pace for 850 yards and six touchdowns. And that's after playing just like probably missing four of the five weeks of the season he's on that pace. Yeah, because – Chris McCaffrey was there for, you know, the first mm-hmm. third of the season. So. And these, this dude was really good for the Texans, too. Yes. Yeah, but like, this dude was, you know, you know when he when he played, he, he played well for the Texans. So, and he's really, really came back, and he's doing a good job. And I, I'm happy for Foreman because I was I high. I was high on Foreman when he was drafted uh, originally uh, from Tex, the Texas Longhorns, I believe. Who, who, who drafted him? <laughs> It wasn't the Texans, was it? Yeah, I want to say, I think it was the Texans who drafted him. Okay, well, I was high on him as, like, a future product in that offense. Uh, but I guess he just was played out his contract or something, his rookie contract. Yeah, he played I, football at Texas and was drafted by the Texans in the third round. 
Okay, yeah. So I thought he could really be the guy there, but I don't think they used him enough. Uh, and I think he dealt with some what, turnover issues there for a little bit, um, but kind of stepped up, I think, last year. And then gotcha. but this year, yeah, definitely a win for the... I don't think they expected him to be that good. Um, and I actually heard like on the broadcast like last week or the week before, he was thinking about retiring. And I believe his late father you know, was talking to him before he passed away and was like, if you get the opportunity, you take it and you run with it and you do the best you can. And he said when the Panthers called or the Texan, I forget. I think it was when the Panthers called and like, hey, let's give you a shot. And he's like, I'm doing this. Well, so. I, I think I think it's been really well for him, and uh, I yeah. really like what he's did there. Um, I'm going to mark this one. I know uh, I got a little bit of flack on this one, but uh, Julio Jones, I'm calling a loss, right? Julio Jones is a big name that could have went to your Packers, right? I mean, he's a name that could have went to Green Bay. <laughs> he could have went to other teams, right, and possibly yeah. being a number one wide receiver. Right. My thing is, is like, I'm going to call it a loss too, because no matter where he goes, I think he was going to be dealing with some injuries. That's uh, what happened again this year. Yeah. 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 He, he's just dealing with injuries. Um, and you will go to a Brady offense. He's going to spread the ball around. So that's why I consider it a loss because you're not going to get those kind of targets in a Brady offense, especially with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Um, so he could have gone somewhere else and it could have been a win. Yeah, one of the things I would say that he's on pace for like 400 yards for the season. So uh, definitely we had to call that a loss for the moment. I've got two more wins before we give away, we announce the Madden winner. Okay. Uh, is Travarius Ward to the 49ers from the Chiefs. Um, Ward, he's rated the second highest cornerback in the NFC. I did not like him that much on the Chiefs, but when you take a guy like that who does have a lot of ceiling uh, and you take him to the 49ers, I mean, that's great. I mean, they, they have a great coaching staff, uh, defensive backs coaches, and obviously a great defensive coordinator. So that's a win. Yep. Ab- obviously a win. Yep. And a couple more just really quick. Texans, which was a great, great pickup at, is Jerry Hughes. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's been great there. Six sacks. He's been really good, and he's like, isn't he kind of older? Yeah, a little bit older. Played for Buffalo for quite a while. He was kind of phased out a little in Buffalo. But yeah. uh, they, when they drafted, had some draft picks, he's went to the Texans and uh, done some big things, right? Done some big good things for, for that defense under Lubby Smith. Yeah, that's, that's a win there. Yep. Uh, last one that I, I've got here, and, you know, of course, you know, sometimes you have to save the best for last, right? <laughs> oh, what you got? James Bradbury from the Eagles to the Eagles. Ooh. James Bradbury's rated the top corner in the NFL in when, coverage. When, yep. Yeah. Um, I wasn't high on that move, honestly. But when you got a guy like Darius Slay across from you, um, I think Darius Slay has really improved Bradbury. Uh Honestly, just terrific. I, I I can't say enough about Darius Slay, one of the most underrated players in the NFL throughout his career, and I think he's making other players around him even better. Um, obviously, I'm not going to try to take away from coaching or anything, but in the skill that Bradbury possesses. But, yeah, he's been great there. That's a win. Yeah, and one of the things I like to follow up, I know the Texans have one win, 
right? Yeah. I know they just had one win, but I want to talk about what their GM has done there, right? Not only do they go get Jerry Hughes, right? He mm-hmm. is really – Jerry Hughes is like, you know, he's been great, but they had an excellent draft. Like, yeah, they, they had did. one of the best drafts that, that they are. I want to talk about that just real quick. Yep. Damon Pierce is possibly going to be the rookie of the year, right? So uh, good. Yeah, so great pick, running back, uh, doing an excellent job, going to be there for a long, long time. Uh, also, when you look at that, we're going to move on, and they rebuilt their secondary, right? Is it Derek Stingley? Derek Stingley Jr., right, from LSU. He's had his yep. ups and downs, but more ups than downs. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, Jalen Petrie is one of the best young safeties in the NFL. Yes, he he's been playing really good. Lights out. Yep, and one other I want to add that he went and got from the it was Christian Kirksey, who actually played for your Packers for a little bit. Dude, but yes, was, was really good for the Browns, but he he was really good for the Packers too. I love Christian Kirksey. I, I've always like rooted for him. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he no matter where he goes, he's just consistent. I I feel like. You know, he can put up 100 tackles a season, um, and he can actually make the plays, like open field tackles. And, I mean, he's got some spots where, you know, he can definitely improve, and he can miss some tackles here and there, but, like, everyone does. That's a win, in my opinion. Opinion. Uh, anyone that signs Christian Kirksey, I'm a big fan of his, honestly. So, that's a win. Yep. I'm going to call it a win for any team that signs him. Well, right before we get to the mag giveaway, my analytics guys has got one more – uh, thing that they gave me this week and it's for the future okay. for a future free agent in the in the future and i was like well great 65 percent chance jimmy garoppolo goes to the texans i mean that, that's logical logical davis mills hasn't been putting up the numbers he did as a rookie um now i'm sure that percentage can change right based on the offseason yeah everything. Right, percentage can change based upon the offseason. Anything we get in, feed into the model. Uh, mm-hmm. But 65% Jimmy Garoppolo goes there, and one of the big driving forces in the analytics, the guys told me, uh, we had the GM for the Texans that drafted them in New England. Okay, okay. Yep, yeah. that was the one of the big driving forces there, they were telling me. Uh, not only that is, you know, big he's looking for a starting job. You know, yes. you know, I mean, Trey Lance is going to come in and be the starter next year. We all know that, you know, and, you know, a lot of I know a lot of 49er fans and they're ready for Trey Lance to jump yeah. in there and take yeah. the rim, see if he can do what so unfortunate what doing. happened to him, man. Yep. Grant Cone was not a big fan of what happened to Trey Lance. I watched his podcast. He thought that, you know, it was unnecessary to keep on running uh, Trey Lance uh, like sure. he did. So, uh, like Shanahan did, but you know, I mean, you know, he was trying to win, so I'm kind of on the fence on that one. But it just happens, it's an accident, right? But if you add Jimmy Garoppolo, a game manager, let's just be honest, that's what he is a game manager. Add Jimmy Garoppolo to the Texans who have a run game, they can run the ball, right? They have Brandon Cooks who he can deliver the ball to. Add a wide receiver, you got a number one pick. You got two number one picks. I think up. so. Yeah, I think that the they could definitely represent a 49ers type of system, a run first, but good defensive because they're they're they're. I feel like for the most part, young on defense, and yeah. they got some good set in stone guys that they drafted this year, some rookies. I think that that could be a really good fit. 
uh, for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep, and I think that that could be it. Brandon Cooks could end up being one of the top commodities too, though uh, he, oh, yeah. he might not even be there. But Brandon Cooks could be one of the biggest uh, trade values in the offseason because the free agent class, honestly, the top free agents, Juju Smith-Schuster, who said he wanted to sign back with Kansas City. So when if you remove him from the equation, you're going to have to make a trade to get you a good wide receiver, like what we call in the one. A one wide receiver, right? Yeah. One a, or a one A wide receiver. And Brandon Cooks will be one of those. Right? Brandon Cooks will be I think so. The guy that everybody's going to go for, I think. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's accurate. And I believe the Texans were one of the teams that were rumored to be in on trade rumors for Garoppolo anyways this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 49ers hung on to him. It's almost like they saw Trey Lance injury happening. Uh, so it's kind of weird, but yeah, that was really smart. I had to give them pop props on that. Keep yeah, it. I mean, they would have been in a bad spot if not, you know. But if 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 Lance was still starting, you know, Garoppolo would be on the bench right now. It'd be a waste of a season. So yeah, but putting Garoppolo in there, I think, and with the Texans could end up being good if you add add him another weapon at wide receiver. Maybe you know they got a young tight end too named Brevin Jordan. Yeah, and and they got they got Nico Collins, Tyron Johnson, I believe. Um, who's that other? They got Brandon Cooks, but obviously, let's just predict he might not be there next season. Yeah, and, and then you got the draft as well. So drafting, I think that's going to be their big thing. I really do. I think if the Texans don't draft a quarterback, yeah, another quarterback, they will draft a wide receiver. Oh, for sure, they got to yeah. get some weapons. And if they don't draft a quarterback in the early rounds, you know that they're planning to trade for someone. Definitely. Because I don't Definitely. think they're going to have full confidence in Davis Mills again. Well, give me a second. I'm, I'm going to put all the names here. I got a little randomizer. And, yeah, uh, for the uh, it, for the Madden giveaway. Yep, just to make it fair, uh, I put all the names in here, and I'm going to put everybody that uh, that was in here. I've got their names on a list already. And uh, best of luck. I'll I mean I'll be reaching out to you and mailing. The copy of Madden, it's a steel book and okay. uh, a, a copy of the game. Uh, so I wish you the best uh, of luck. And I'm Drum roll. getting in it right now. All right, guys. We are giving away a Madden 23 copy. So good luck to all contestants. And we're putting all your names in a randomizer. So let's see who we get. Matt Mueller. Matt, Matt Miller. Miller. I will be in contact with Matt Miller uh, and message you, and we will uh, send you a copy of the Madden. Congratulations. We also we do have the giveaways a lot here, guys. They're legit. They're not like others where you don't get anything. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Uh, there are a lot of people that's got a lot out there that we actually give. There are a couple of them yes. that have sent me pictures of some of the jerseys that they got, and they're very happy with them. So. Yeah, and if we ever need to, guys, we can always pull up a screenshot on our streams of us providing these giveaways that are legit. So um, no phoniness here, guys. We are trying to provide you guys genuality with our podcast, and uh, hopefully this can be something that we continue to do uh, pretty frequently. Yep, we'll see if I can uh, grab her a jersey for around Christmas okay. and uh, do a giveaway. And, uh, you oh, that'd know, be great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what we can do there. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I, I think we covered some great topics today. I've really, really enjoyed the talk. 
today. I do too. Yeah. And the podcast is doing great guys. Uh, honestly, uh, we're, we want to see more people get on the YouTube and watch it. Yes. Uh, we want to see more people, uh, getting on the Apple podcast, but you know, uh, on, as far as being watching the podcast throughout, we had actually over 20,000 people on Twitter watched the podcast through yeah. so far. Yeah. So that's pretty good. You know what I mean? I mean, yes. for us to be kind of new in the podcast game, you know, 20,000 viewers is pretty big stuff, you know. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the support has been unreal, guys. And we continue to, uh, like I said, we're trying to do some learning curves every week. So stay patient with us. Uh, but we are trying to provide you a weekly podcast. Um, and it's not going to be, you know, we try, we do have a script that we try to stick to, you know, like the giveaway, talking about some winners and losers. But overall, guys, we just try to have fun with these conversations and cover some, maybe some trending topics that you guys may actually want to talk about and, and listen to. So uh, if you made it this far in the podcast, we both thank you very, very much. It's just something that like from the bottom of our hearts, like we're grateful for. Um, And I'm grateful to be a a host here on the NFL Rumors podcast. Definitely. Tanner has definitely been uh, there with me for quite a while. And uh, he's uh, really knowledgeable. He's really good at getting the news. He he gives you every tidbit of every news out there. So he's really, really good. He's really – he's worked with Joe Cena Anderson. He has worked with the 33rd team. I mean, there there's some big names in there that he's worked with. Right? Yes, sir. And uh, one of the things that we've done is uh, we we put three people, three interns. One of them currently work at CBS. Uh, the uh, one works at NBC, and I uh, have another one works at ESPN Radio. So you know, so that's three interns that we grabbed that you know have moved on to greater things and that's i'm happy i mean i'm happy to pay it forward that they they can go and do that you know what i mean and that's great at a stopping point that's a starting point stopping point that's exactly what we want and uh we're gonna have more guests uh aaron actually was gonna be here today aaron wilson uh big shout out to him tip covers the texans and that's why he's going to talk a lot about the texans with them and that's why we had a lot of texans convo ready uh yeah what happens he's actually there at practice right this morning so he couldn't join us live but he's going to work and tape an episode with us real soon so you'll see aaron wilson the national insider uh pretty soon on the nfo rumors podcast yeah i've talked to aaron wilson quite a bit uh, really good guy genuine guy he's pretty straightforward um and he's been real with me about everything as someone who's trying to grow inside you know the the insider game and everything he's been he has been there for me answering any questions and he's just been a straightforward guy so i appreciate aaron wilson and when we do get to record an episode with him we'll be uh, happy to have him on we do plan on having more guests and um yeah so i think we're gonna have a pretty good guest list uh been in talks with some players maybe uh seeing if they could come on the show yeah um, Talk, talking about some really key players i'm talking right now just uh can't give any names because they've not gave me a hundred percent right right but uh, i'm talking to a charger a i'll just say he is a shutdown corner for the chargers that has is talking to me about joining the podcast and also a a star running back for the Ravens has uh, talked to me about joining the podcast. So in the future, we got some. I just got to give them some time to get some things yeah. situated. So uh, we'll we'll be looking I, for that for the future. And I did reach out to someone on the Packers, and uh, he's one of their star players as well. Um, he replied 
uh, not at this time. Nah, he's good. You know, he just wants to focus on the season. Totally understandable. But uh, maybe in the future, I'll try again. Uh, I'm just grateful that he got back with me. He's been really good about that. So, uh, but we we do plan on having some good players on the podcast, guys, and providing you guys with some really good content. Um, Definitely. Tell tell them Tanner where they can find everything for you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the 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 love and support so far, and the shout outs for me. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Tanner Pfeiffer NFL. Pfeiffer P H I F E R. My Instagram is Pfeiffer Football, one word. Um, got about 55,000 followers on there so i have a great community on there guys join the official nfl rumors uh pod or um discord server because we have combined our fan bases and we're trying to provide you guys with a wonderful community to chat about the nfl anytime you want um and and we're we have a fantasy football section in there gonna be Doing a lot more with the Discord server. You can find the links to all of the social media down in the the YouTube descriptions. So I appreciate you guys very, very much. Appreciate the NFL Rumors team for having me on, uh, as always, hosting this podcast and uh, been a great friend so far. You got anything to add, man, as we uh, as I play this out? Yeah, well, you know, just go in, and if you ain't ain't followed, definitely give us a try and see if you like our content. Uh, The uh, NFL Rumors on Twitter, NFL Rumors on Instagram. Definitely, you know, check the podcast. See if you like us. Tell us what you don't like, what you do like. We we're we're always open to feedback. To see open to feedback. Yes, we're always open to you know. uh, get some of the things that you want to talk about i mean you know what i mean we're we're just having a good time here and uh we but we want to be very very thankful to all the followers without you we could not do it and uh we got some really good things planned in the future i mean we're growing the account nfl rumors is almost 180,000 followers it's insane yeah but, I, and i started talking to you i met you when you were around what twenty thousand. so yeah that's insane I, I i saw the potential and i was like all right this account's trending all the time i'm seeing it everywhere i was like i'm gonna reach out and be like bro what are you doing what are you how are you doing this and honestly i didn't expect to uh, have a friendship from it but it, it's been great since then yeah definitely uh, tanner's a good close friend as well and one of the things that i will say uh you know uh twitter actually sent me a shout out uh you know which was great we hit one billion impressions for the year <laughs> Of the year? Yeah, for the year. One billion <laughs> oh, gosh. So I thought you meant like all time, but no, that's just this year. Yep. So really happy oh. about that. And, uh, you know, just keep keep uh, keep on the lookout. We're going to try to be there for all the news, you know, everything that we can uh, find out for you. And, you know, uh, we just keep on doing our thing. You know, we've done it for quite a while. And uh, we're going to keep on doing it. And we're just glad to have you. Man, yeah, guys, we are so excited for this podcast and the future of this podcast. And uh, you can always submit questions on Twitter, DM us, or uh, send us a send us any questions or business inquiries. I guess to NFL Rumors Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm gonna play us out, and if you don't mind hanging around after that, uh, I'll get I'll chat with you. But um, sure. guys, that's gonna be it. You know, listen to this outro once again. Appreciate you guys. Listen to us on all platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple. Uh, we're on, I believe, the Android podcast. We're on, I think, Stitcher and all these other uh, platforms. So thank you guys. Much love. And uh, thank you for the support.